You know, like if you're looking at a, a film and you watch a film without the sound, you get nothing. You get the barest minimum of the plot. You understand what's going on, maybe, but you don't get any emotional impact. So advertising and marketing need to understand that sound is an important aspect of how you can influence people to do what you want. <laughs> you know, like you can't force people, but you can certainly give them a better idea of who you are and more of that no like trust by hearing who you are. Are you an impact-driven entrepreneur, influencer, or thought leader who wants to use podcasting to build authority, increase your influence, and scale your brand? Welcome to the Podcasting for Influence podcast, where you will learn the tips and strategies on how you can take your impact, influence, and business to the next level by utilizing podcasting, one of the most powerful media in the world today. I'm your host, Tibor Nod, a former architect turned lifestyle entrepreneur. What is up, my friends? Huge welcome to the very first episode of the Podcasting for Influence podcast. I'm super excited for you to listen to today's episode on how to increase your influence through audio branding with my special guest, Jody Krangle. But before I introduce today's guest, I have a special announcement for you. So I don't know if you know this, but I and my team provide different services in the podcasting space. We not only help impact-driven entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and influencers just like you launch their authority-building podcasts, but we also provide done-for-you podcast services such as audio and video editing, graphic design, writing services, and so much more. So if you are someone who is just thinking about starting your show and you need help with that, or you are an established podcaster who is looking to outsource podcast editing and other techie and time-consuming tasks, I would highly encourage you to check out our podcast services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast services. That's mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast services. If you want to have a call with me where I can answer your questions related to launching your show, post-production, or marketing, I would highly recommend you book a 30-minute free strategy call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. All right, so my guest today is Jody Krangle, who has been a voice actor since 2007 and has worked with clients from major brands all over the world, including Dell, BBVA, and Kraft. She's also a singer, and in 2015, she put out her own album of jazz, blues, and traditional tunes. Over the years and doing what she does, she's learned a lot about sound and how it influences people. Her podcast on this subject is called audio branding, the hidden gem of marketing. At the beginning of today's episode, we talked about Jody's journey with podcasting and how she started her own show, audio branding, the hidden gem of marketing. In the middle of the episode, Jody explained what audio branding is, and we talked about the most important elements of audio branding. Closer to the end of the episode, we discussed the power of audio and how it can help you increase your influence and build trust with the people that you are seeking to serve much faster. 
If you want to find out more about today's guest and check out the detailed show notes, simply head over to our website, podcastingforinfluence.com. That's podcastingforinfluence.com. You can also watch these interviews on our YouTube channel at youtube.com forward slash Mindset Horizon. That's youtube.com forward slash Mindset Horizon. So without any further ado, please enjoy today's episode with the one and only Jody Krangle. Jody, welcome to the Podcasting for Influence podcast. Thank you so much for having me. I'm looking forward to this. <laughs> yeah, me too. I'm super excited about this conversation because I, you know, audio branding is something I, I think I really believe in, in terms of, you know, I focus on podcasting and how entrepreneurs and business owners can use this medium to not just increase their influence, but also build trust with the people they are seeking to serve. And so I believe audio is a really powerful tool to do that. So uh, I'm super excited to dive into this topic today. And you're a voice actor as well. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, you sing as well. I do, and yeah. <laughs> you have been podcasting for about one and a half years or so. Yeah, since June 2019. Yeah. Yeah, so you host this really interesting podcast. It's called Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. And I really want to dive deeper into this today. And I want to start with your journey in terms of, you know, when did you decide to start this podcast and how did you realize the importance of audio branding? So that would be my first question. Well, I think I've always understood the power of sound. I've been using my voice for a long time. I've been singing since probably before I could talk. <laughs> uh, but it really didn't impress itself upon me as a topic that people needed to know more about until I was in a business mastermind that had nothing to do with voiceovers. I was the only voiceover person there. And we were all talking about making podcasts. So really interesting that just around like just about everyone that was involved in in that particular group was interested in making a podcast for exactly the reason that you say that it increases your authority on certain subjects and it increases your you know no like trust of your audience and the people who might listen and your potential clients and when we were discussing all of this originally i made a bit of a false start I started a podcast that was short-lived. It only lasted around 30 episodes, and it was based on the blogs that I'd already been doing. So I would write a blog, and then I would speak the blog, which, you know, mm -hmm. yeah, I'm a voice actor. That's what I do. I, I, I read and perform scripts, right? So I'm okay with that. But what ended up happening was that the topics I was doing these blogs on mm -hmm. were more general. They were more, well, it was kind of subtitled self-care for creatives. So mm. it was okay, and I learned a lot in the process, but over those 30 episodes, I started to get asked to be a life coach, which was really an interesting thing for people yeah. to ask me because that was never anything that I intended on doing. <laughs> but that just shows you the power of a podcast, right? Yeah. So I'm talking about these subjects that I just think are common sense, mm. and people are thinking, oh, well, she must know what she's talking about. <laughs> and, you know, they're asking me to give them information on on how to do these things. And I'm like, um, 
live your life. <laughs> like, I, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> so it, it was interesting, but it, it did give me a really quick window into the mindset of people that a, a lot of people, not everyone, but a lot mm. of people that listen to podcasts will assume that you have some area of expertise in what you're doing your podcast about. Wow. It's and such a powerful point. It totally is. Yeah. It, it oh surprised God, me. So powerful. It, <laughs> <laughs> it surprised me. What I needed to do, though, was take a step back and say, well, that's not where I'm going. So obviously this podcast isn't landing where I want it to. And maybe yeah. we should stop that because I don't want to mislead people. <laughs> so I went back to the business mastermind and I said, well, uh, OK, so I made this misstep. What do I do now? <laughs> like, And they they talked me. They talked me uh, from the ledge <laughs> and and told me that I really need to make sure that I'm doing something that I'm passionate about. Mm. So talking about something that I may not have a huge amount of expertise in, but at least want to learn more about. Mm -hmm. and, and as you go through the process of creating a podcast that you're excited about, you learn more about the topic. You talk with people who have expertise that you don't have. You facilitate that for your audience. You bring this information to people outside of you. And yes, eventually you become an expert <laughs> because you've talked to a lot of people <laughs> and you're bringing this information out to the people that want to listen to it. And you're keeping all this information in your head. So you can better figure out who would be a good fit for the show. You can uh, learn more about all sorts of different topics that are under the umbrella of what you're talking about. Like, for instance, when I talk about sound, I'm passionate about sound. Like that is my livelihood and it's where I have lived my entire life. Like I, I love sound. So when it comes to asking people with different expertise. I can talk with people who talk about audio branding. I can talk to people who talk about public speaking or improving your speaking voice. I can talk to people who podcast or create podcasts or edit podcasts, uh, produce them. Yeah. I can talk with people who are using sound in healing. So uh, ASM artists and binaural beats people and people who use tone therapy and, you know, healing in hospitals, like putting more soundscapes into hospitals that might mask some of the alarms and bells and whistles that are stressing people out, <laughs> you know, these kinds of things. I can talk with advertising people who influence what we taste with what we what we hear. Like yeah. this is just like all the all the interplay of different different things that you can learn about. And it excites me. And I, I love bringing it to an audience that enjoys listening to it. I love it. I see a lot of uh, similarities to my podcast, actually, because I, mm -hmm. I want to talk about podcasting for influence, but I actually invited, for example, uh, Roger Dooley. We are going to talk about neuromarketing, and I kind of like want to look at it from different perspectives, uh, just as you do, for example. You look at audio from different perspectives. And uh, one thing that you've said is, you know, your first podcast landed in a different way. So I think it's a really great lesson for your listeners that you want to be strategic about why you podcast about the topic that you podcast about, because it might be for your hobby, but if you want to podcast for business, you want to be strategic about uh, the topic that you choose. So in your case, for example, I might have chosen, you know, topic about voice 
acting. So I'm kind of like curious why you didn't choose voice acting because that's what you provide as a service. Uh, yes. But you, but you rather focused on audio branding. So why, why that topic? I think because I never wanted to be a coach. So the, the way I didn't want to be a, a life coach, I don't want to be a voiceover coach either. Yeah. So I don't want people to think that because I'm a voice actor, I can teach other people to do this. I might have some insights. Definitely. Sure. Insights. And I can talk about that and love talking about that. But I would rather mentor than coach. Yeah. So um, and because mentoring is more my choice, you know, I can I can choose to help people who are genuinely interested in doing the work because a lot of people will ask you questions and then not follow through or you'll spend all this time helping them figure things out and then they'll disappear into the ether. Right. Like <laughs> happens all the time. <laughs> so and there are also a lot of voice acting podcasts out there. There are a ton of them and there are. And those people doing those are way more qualified to do it than I am, or maybe I'm just thinking that. But yeah, I thought it had been done. I thought, okay, this is people have done the voice acting podcasts. Yeah, I don't need to interview another bunch of voice actors. That's not what I'm here to do. What I'm here to do is raise the boats for all of us that work in sound, because mm. in a lot of cases, we're not treated with the respect that this particular medium deserves yeah. it's often the the last thing people think about in advertising or the last thing people think about in film or 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 other video work you know like like oh okay we have these beautiful pictures we have this wonderful logo we have this fantastic uh phrase that we that we put in all of our media everywhere but oh let's just tack on that sound that we got from this voiceover directory or you know like from this this music directory license free you know let's just tack it on there eh, okay uh, oh yeah that's the emotion we're going for okay yeah yeah no, i mean give it some thought <laughs> you know like beautiful pictures do not make as big an impact unless you have beautiful sound to go with it they just don't so I think the people need to pay a lot more attention to this, and I think they are. I think now is the time, because right now we're we're in a situation where a lot of us are at home and not going to a workplace and not driving a whole lot and asking for things from our Google or Alexa and expecting it to give us the stuff we're asking, but the brands aren't differentiated in sound the same way that they are in the visual spectrum. Yeah. So if you're asking for, I've used this before, but if you're asking for a can of beans on a, an Alexa, it's just going to give you the brand that it knows the most about or something like that. It's not going to give you a choice necessarily, or if it does, it might give you a choice between the two top brands. But what if you're not one of the two top brands? How do you differentiate yourself? How do you make yourself be heard when you can't be seen? Yeah. So there's a lot that goes into this and it's becoming more and more important because our voices are starting to be the operating systems that we're using to work in our world these days. This is, I, I was talking with a fellow, his name is um, uh, Terry Fisher, mm -hmm. Dr. Terry Fisher, and he is a voice AI expert. He knows a lot about this and he's actually a physician. And it's a really interesting conversation to have because when we spoke about this, his point is that 
right up until this point, we as humans have been adapting to work with the computer world. We've altered our behavior to learn how to type, to learn how to swipe. You know, you have to touch things. You have to, all of this is not innate to us. Whereas our voice is innate. It's part of us. It's, it's there. It's always there. And being able to speak and hear back is really the original operating system. Wow. So our, it's, it's just starting that our computer things are adapting to us now instead of the other way around. Yeah. And sound is a huge part of that. It's super exciting. In general, for those who don't know too much about audio branding, like, you know, what is audio branding and what are some of the most important elements? Because voice is one thing that we can talk about. Mm -hmm. And I kind of like want to, you know, talk about how podcasting fit into this system. Yeah. Podcasting part of this system or this is just a content marketing tool and audio branding elements can be in the podcast like voice and and music and jingles and things like that but you know just an overview for those who are not that familiar with this uh topic yet sure uh another couple of people uh actually one one in particular his name is uh, dr cornelius fringa and he is in uh, germany um i believe hamburg and he runs Close. the <laughs> yeah yeah uh he runs the um or he's part of the the board and and one of the creators of the International Sound Awards, which are put on by the Audio Branding Academy. What is up, my friend? I hope you are enjoying today's episode, but let me just pause the show for a second because I have a special announcement for you. I don't know if you noticed, but I and my team provide different services in the podcasting space. We not only help impact-driven entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and influencers just like you launch their authority-building podcast, but we also provide done-for-you podcast services such as audio and video editing, graphic design, writing services, and so much more. So if you're someone who is just thinking about starting your show and you need help with that, or you're an established podcaster who is looking to outsource podcast editing and other techy and time-consuming tasks, I would highly encourage you to check out our podcast services at mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast services. That's mindsethorizon.com forward slash podcast services. If you want to have a call with me where I can answer your questions related to launching your show, post-production, or marketing, I would highly recommend you book a 30-minute free strategy call with me at mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. That's mindsethorizon.com forward slash free call. I look forward to talking to you very soon. And now let's get back to today's conversation. And he that the International Sound Awards defines audio branding as a brand sound that represents the identity and values of a brand in a distinct manner. The audio logo, branded functional sounds, brand music, or the brand voice are characteristic elements of audio branding. So it's a whole bunch of different things. It's not one thing in particular. If you have a sonic logo, that's great. That's part of your audio brand. It's not the whole thing. Mm -hmm. And and you need um, you need theme music maybe you need music that you use on your on hold in behind your videos on your radio commercials on anything online. 
yeah. in your trade show presentations, in when someone from your company comes out on a stage to do a public speaking engagement, what's the music playing before they get on the stage? There's all sorts of touch points of different audio that you can use in your brand. And it should reflect who you are as a company. That's the whole point. So you could have music elements, yes, but you could also have sound elements. Like, what does the sun sound like? Yeah. If your brand has something to do with the sun, what does the sun sound like? What would, you, what would you think it would sound like? And what emotion do you want to evoke when people hear your brand sound? Yeah. Right? It's, it's not as black and white as people think it is. It's a lot of art and it's a lot of science and a lot of psychology. Yeah, actually, uh, it's a really great point. And um, when we were working with my designer, when we were working on the brand identity of Mindset Horizon, you know, the colors and stuff, I remember for the first time, I think in my life, I kind of like checked out what what different colors meant. Uh, and I think purple was some kind of uh, inspiration or, or maybe spiritual rather. And then blue is, I think, smart. And then green is trust and honesty. And so when someone uh, sees the brand and gets in touch with the brand, like what do they feel from those colors? And it might be similar with the sound. Like I, for example, when it comes to the podcast, like that's where I chose music for the first time. I think I always wanted to be inspirational and uplifting. So when I chose the, also because of the topic, like it was about mainly inspirational stories and such. So this is the direction someone can go, right? Yeah, I mean, it depends on what kind of a feel you're going for and who your audience is. Because really, ultimately, when you're making a podcast, yeah, you can do it for yourself, and that's totally fine. I, I think there is a an intersection of doing it for yourself and doing it for an audience. There's, there's a, a Venn diagram in there somewhere where things overlap. But I think you have to be very conscious of the people that you're trying to get to listen. Mm -hmm. So if you want to reach them on a visceral level, you need to be able to evoke the emotion that you want them to feel when they're listening to you or experiencing your branded podcast. Absolutely. So, yeah, so you can go to um, directories like we were talking about, license-free music directories, and you can search by the emotion. You can search by what artists they sound like. There's all sorts of different ways to search out the music that you think would work for you. Yeah, I think it's really important to know what emotions you want people to feel when they experience what you have to offer. I love that. And you know, I want to dive a little bit deeper into trust building because I think it's really, really important in today's digital world, right? So very much so. Yeah, I was kind of like working on this branding, like what's the story I want to, I want my, you know, prospects to walk through, especially when it comes to podcasting and you know, I came up with the enemy. The enemy, the the villain, is basically the noise that we experience online, like on social media platforms. Like I think, you know, distraction and noise, it's it's huge. <laughs> like I myself, for example, don't really consume content on social media. In general, like my question most of the time is how do you build trust with people? that you are seeking to serve online. And I feel that podcasting is a great way to do that. And voice and audio is, is a fast way to do that. And I'm curious about your thoughts on that. Well, there's an old saying, give and ye shall receive, right? 
<laughs> so, so what I always think of is if you were giving value to people and not asking for anything in return, it comes to you. <laughs> and, and seriously, I, it sounds silly and maybe it's horribly naive in the world that we live in today. But I prefer to feel that I prefer to think that people's better nature will come out yeah. and that when you are putting something out into the world that people find to be useful or to be helpful to them, that you will at least gain credibility, yeah. you know, at the very least. But you can engage an audience that comes to you through your podcast. I'm doing this on Clubhouse now. I don't know if you've heard of Clubhouse. Yeah, yeah, I've, I've seen you actually there. Yeah, so the really fun thing about Clubhouse is that it's an awesome way to engage with the people that might be your listeners. So uh, what I, I just love it because it's very authentic. So it's really hard for people to be inauthentic when they're using their own voice, mm. especially if they're not trained. It's just one of those things, it's like a window into your soul, like looking into someone's eyes, you yeah. know? Absolutely. And you can hear what people intend by the tone of their voice. And you can tell when they're being, you know, smarmy and inauthentic. <laughs> you can tell. Yeah. It's right there. It's all in the tone of their voice. So I find it to be a really interesting way to engage with an audience that is expecting you to be real. Yeah. And, and sometimes, as much as I love podcasting, and I still love podcasting, and I will continue doing it until I can't do it anymore, but uh, it's hard because it's pre-recorded to be in the spur of the moment. You sort of get that fly on the wall feeling when you're listening to an interview, and that's great, but you can't really participate in it the same way that you can in, say, a clubhouse room. And, and I think that both of them have a, a big part to play. I would I love using Clubhouse to talk about this topic of audio branding because I'm passionate about it. And I know there are a lot of other people that are passionate about it, too. And I'm always looking for co-moderators. So I bring different people up onto the stage to talk about their areas of expertise, which are different from mine, which are different from other co-moderators. And, and we just talk about this subject. And the conversation drifts from point to point and all over the place. And we all get a whole lot of value from that. Yeah, I love that. I love that. I've been mainly a consumer on Clubhouse. So I don't really have a strategy how I want to utilize that platform. But I love it because I was listening to people. So what I love about this is basically you can listen to it just like you're listening to a podcast. And basically I check out people, right? So I immediately get a feel of the person. I hear their voices and it's powerful. So I think that's the power of voice. Uh, really, that's why I believe in podcasting. And it leads me to influence a little bit. So the reason why I kind of like named this show Podcasting for Influences, you know, I think you can become much more influential as a person if you know with your voice for example right so people can hear you feel your personality you know there's a voice there's a person behind the brand it's not just visuals or a blog post video is also powerful but podcasting is a little bit different like listening to audio only so i'm curious about your thoughts on voice and how voice can be influential and maybe also thinking of podcasters like how can they use their voice to be more influential, maybe, you know, playing with uh, tonality or uh, showing some enthusiasm. I know I have never worked on this, but I know that I can kind of like work on that to be more 
influential with my speaking and and my voice i think so at least <laughs> yeah yeah as a you podcaster <laughs> it it's different for everyone i think storytelling is really really helpful learning how to tell a good story yeah. is really key when you're talking to people in general and and i just think that that can carry through into a podcast and really get people interested and with podcasting you never know who's listening you just don't know. Like anyone around the world could be listening to your podcast and getting inspiration. So why not put it out there? <laughs> I love it because, um, you know, again, through voice, you can feel someone's personality. And uh, I think this way you can be you can be influential or have an impact. So when it comes to influence, I always think about impact. And so with voice or sound, you can help someone feels some kind of an emotion or, or something like that. So as we are coming to the end of this episode, I wanted to ask you about this. Um, so your podcast is called Audio Branding, the hidden gem of marketing. So when it comes to marketing, why do you think this is the hidden gem? And uh, I know we talked about a lot of things, but yeah, know, I like your thoughts on that. Well, part of it is that what we were talking about before in that a lot of people who are putting these things together, like advertising, they are thinking a lot about the visuals and not a lot at all about the audio part of that. And it's such a powerful impact on any kind of a video. You know, like if you're looking at a, a film and you watch a film without the sound, you get nothing. Yeah. You, get, you get the barest minimum of the plot. You understand what's going on maybe, but you don't get any emotional impact. And really, when we buy stuff, we buy stuff based on emotion. We do not buy stuff because it's logically, you know, something we should do. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? So, good point. yeah. So, advertising and marketing need to understand that sound is an important aspect of how you can influence people to do what you want. <laughs> you know, like you can't force people, but you can certainly give them a better idea of who you are and more of that no like trust mm. by hearing who you are. Yeah. And, and that influences what we buy, what we consume, what services we pay for, you know, everything. Because your tribe finds you and your tribe recognizes you by the media pieces that you use and sound is a big part of that. Wow, I love it. I think that's a great summary of today's episode. I love it. And uh, before I ask my last question, Jody, tell the listeners what's the best way to learn more about you and where they can find your podcast. Sure. I am at voiceoversandvocals.com if anyone needs an intro or outro to a podcast, which I do a lot of. Um, also ads in podcasts, but I do all sorts of voiceovers. So there's all sorts of um, demos on my website that people can listen to. The podcast is at audiobrandingpodcast.com. So pretty simple. <laughs> That's amazing. And the links are going to be in the show notes and available on our website, podcastingforinfluence.com. Uh, so people can find everything there. And my last question is, you know, I'm always curious. So how do you see the future? Where are you headed? And what are some of the things that you are most excited about? Hmm. You know, that's a good question. I, I just want to see things grow. I want to see podcasts grow. I want to see this podcast grow. I want to see my podcast grow. <laughs> you know, I, I would, I would like to see this be discussed a lot more. 
I think that it's starting to become a going concern, but it's still on the upswing. And it's time for people to get on board with this now, because if you don't, 10 years down the road, you're going to be left behind in the dust. Yeah. And, and this is one of those things, audio branding in specific, is one of those things that takes time to really grab hold of people. Mm. So once you have an audio brand, you need to let it sit. You need to be consistent in its use. You need to implement it. You need to put it everywhere. And then when people experience it, then they'll know who you are. But it takes, it could take 10 years. You know, wow. like, <laughs> well, I mean, like people like, like Intel, they're cashing in on that, on that now. Right. But they started it 20 years ago. Yeah. More than that. Patience. Wow. More than that. Yeah. When did they start doing this? And yeah, very beginning of computers. Yeah. In the nineties. Right. Like, so it's been like 30 years for them and they are reaping the rewards of that. McDonald's is the same way. There's, you know, all of these brands that started their audio brand years and years and years ago. Now they have this huge way of reaching an audience no matter where they are yeah and and it's it's just something that's out there and you can refresh it you can do different things with it you can modify it with different instruments for wherever it's being played around the globe you can do all sorts of stuff with this and it's just so powerful yeah and and they have like a built-in um, if something happens and, and like some share goes down or something like that, they have a built-in way of emotionally reaching their audience without worrying about all of that. It's, it's just, it's a great way to have a built-in course correction. It's a great way to just keep top of mind. I love it. Now I'm thinking because I'm rebranding the show. So I've been hosting the Mindset Horizon podcast for mm -hmm. one and a half years. I have the intro music and now it's going to be called Podcasting for Influence. Or now it's called podcasting for influence. So I'm thinking maybe I should have the same music so that I have this consistency. Um, I'm going to think about mm -hmm. this, Jody. Yeah, so it depends. Much. Yeah, there's there's lots of aspects. But yeah, yeah, it is something to think about. And if anyone wants to get into audio branding, now is the time. If you have not done it yet, do it now. Wow, amazing. Thank you so much for being on the show. I really <laughs> appreciate it. Happy to be here. Thanks for having me. I appreciate you joining us for this episode of the Podcasting for Influence podcast. If you feel inspired to hang out with other like-minded entrepreneurs, influencers, and podcasters, make sure to join the Podcasting for Influence community at mindsethorizon.com forward slash community. That's mindsethorizon.com forward slash community. If you want to check out the details, show notes, tips, and free resources, make sure to visit our website, podcastingforinfluence.com. That's podcastingforinfluence.com. I really hope this episode's been highly valuable to you. I hope to welcome you next time. And until then, be influential, my friend.